0: Hello, I'm Doe Willman and this is Meaningless Problems, the podcast where you get an original short story every single week. This one is an original short story, but you might feel as though you've heard it before. It's called Groundhog Day. It wasn't really my favourite movie, but it was the last thing we had. Every year on the 2nd of Feb, I'd always say to him, I'd rush to say it before he had the chance to say it to me, I'd bang on his door, or I'd rush outside before he could drive away and I'd say, Dad, Dad, it's Groundhog Day. Didn't matter what sort of mood he was in, or how tired or hungover he was, he'd always reply, You said that yesterday. And I thought it was the funniest thing. The way he'd say it, so serious, and then get on with whatever else he was doing. When I went to university, first person in the family, he was so proud, it became a phone call. Then it became a text. Then a few years ago, I'd forgotten he messaged me. Then at some point, we both stopped. I still noted the date, but for whatever reason, I'm not even sure it's my favourite Bill Murray movie. (sighs) It's been a long day. Well, technically, I've lost five hours, but it's felt like a long one. And it's not until I'm back here in my childhood bedroom with the posters of Oasis and Carmen Electra on the walls after I've had a teary conversation with mum, it's only then that I realise what the date is. And, well, you know, that basically confirms it. It seemed likely anyway, but now it's certain. Today really was the last time I'll ever see my dad. That, just now in the hospital, was the last conversation we'll ever have. 2nd of Feb, Groundhog Day, (laughs) if he realised he didn't say. And now, lying here in my teenage bedroom, underneath a poster of a pair of tits, or Liam and Noel as they're more commonly known, I'm wondering if when I fall asleep I might wake up back in my apartment in Gramercy, with the chance to do the whole day all over again. It is possible, that's the thing. Einstein once said, time was a stubbornly persistent illusion. The past, the present and the future, they all happen simultaneously. 4am this morning, 9am UK time. Phone was on silent, but I could see the outturned pocket of the suit trousers I chucked on the floor glowing like a beacon. I put them straight on, grabbed the jacket and belted for the door. It was such a dash, kind of exciting, that I didn't really comprehend what I was doing. Took a while to fill the wallop of the whiskies from the night before. The air hostess wasn't impressed when I ordered four more on the flight, but I told her my dad was about to die and she slipped me one extra. Didn't stop the dickhead behind me from near me in the back the whole way, though, did it? $900 that flight cost and another £200 on the taxi when I got to the airport. Left and arrived in the pitch black, my plane passing the sun like a teenager ignoring a parent. I even rush up the stairs when I get to the hospital, running along the corridor to get to his bedside and eke out every last second, and I get there, and I've got absolutely no idea what to say. How are you? Honest, that's what I ask, and he says, <laughs> never better. <laughs> he asks about the flight, I say it was fine. He says flying is something he definitely won't miss, even though he hasn't done it for at least a decade, has he? I'm not sure if I should talk about his grandkids. Nate, who's six and met him three times. Tider who's three you know, he hasn't seen since he was six weeks old. I always said it's cheaper to fly you out to us than to fly the whole family back to see you and why don't you just come the same time as mum? You two get on okay now, don't you? But he's always been stubborn. Him not visiting was punishment for me moving out there in the first place. I think about holding his hand, but it's, it's got some tubes attached to it. It doesn't feel how I expected it to feel. I didn't think I'd cry, but I thought there'd be... Some sort of outpouring or something. I didn't expect all the other thoughts, that was a surprise. I'm sitting there by my dad's bedside with a fairly high chance this will be the last time I ever see him and I'm thinking about that dickhead who need me in the back throughout my $900 flight. Could he not tell I was finding it annoying? Why are people so bloody inconsiderate? And the security guard he made me take my shoes off, was that really 100% necessary? And then I'm thinking about the overzealous nature of security in general. And what was it Tom was saying about this in the bar the other day? And isn't he doing well with that girlfriend of his? And isn't $18 plus service for a cocktail basically legalised theft? And all the while, I'm with my dad, sitting with my dad for the last time. Yeah. You know, I guess I thought I'd be able to pay attention. I want to tell him that the trouble is, part of the trouble at least, is that he set the bar so high to begin with. He'd take me out on jobs and ask me questions in front of customers. Do you think we need a snake organ here, son? Has the wax ring become porous, do you think? And I would think very carefully in my seven-year-old brain, knowing I was in on a joke, but also half believing it, you know what I mean? And I'd scrunch up my whole face to express just how deep in thought I really was, and I'd say, I think so, yeah. And he'd nod and say, Right you are. And the customers would absolutely love it. And I'd feel a million feet tall. His work fan had a Superman logo on it, and I took it literally. I used to ask him if he really was, and he never denied it. Then when me and Chrissy got our first flat and a pipe burst the night we moved in, and I called every number I could find until I reluctantly called you, and you were there within half an hour, God knows how many speed limits you must have broken, even though we hadn't spoken for about six months. And you sorted it out with your back and your arthritis, and we didn't speak then either, other than to say hello. But I went out to the van while you were working, and under the streetlight could just about make out the Superman symbol. And I thought, well, he still never denied it. I ask if the nurses have been good, and he says someone has to be. He asks if I've got anything else planned while I'm back, and I say no. I got Mum's call and I jumped on the first plane. He says he appreciates me making the effort, I say don't be silly. And when the nurse comes round to say it's the end of visiting hours, I plead for some more time. She gives me 10 minutes and we literally say nothing. I stand up, pat you on the arm and in my head I hear the words I love you but I don't know maybe I say it with my eyes or and I think you've fallen asleep so I turn to leave and you say, will I see you again tomorrow? I wait for the taxi for at least half an hour, shivering with cold, wondering if I should run back in there and tell you, I don't know. Then I'm at mums and now I'm here nearly midnight in my teenage bedroom with Noel and Liam ogling Carmen Electra the dirty sods. And I'm wondering if I'm going to wake up and it'll be Groundhog Day again and I'm thinking what would I do differently this time. And my first thought, my first thought is I'd ask for a different seat on the plane. I would point out it was Groundhog Day, I'd definitely do that. And we'd see if you remembered the reply and we'd talk about what a great movie it was and how it was definitely our favourite and maybe you'd say favourite film? you joking it wasn't even my favourite Bill Murray film I'd tell you how much I love you despite our stupid disagreements I'd tell you none of that stuff matters I'd tell you I was sorry or at least I'd hold your hand I don't think those tubes were the minded Trouble is of course I wouldn't know would I if Groundhog Day happened for real, if I woke up and it was yesterday again, I wouldn't realise, would I? Because I'd wake up with the same memories I had when yesterday started. I'll wake up on the 2nd of February to see my trouser pocket illuminated, and I've got no idea I'm about to rush to JFK Airport to drink five mini whiskies while being kneed in the back. So if I wake up again on the same day, I'll still have no idea what that phone call's about or the day I'm about to have, and so I'll do it all again exactly the same way. If Einstein's right, if time really is an illusion, then everything that has happened or will happen is happening right now. So I'm always waking up on the 2nd of Feb to the news my dad's about to die. And I'm always sitting by his bedside for the last time. And he's always holding me in his arms for the first. And I'm always scrunching up my face in front of his customers, seven years old, to answer his questions about snake augers or wax rings. Eternalism, they call it. Dad taught me about that. I was the first person in the family to go to university. But he was a university. He didn't just know the inner workings of a sink. He knew how the whole world was plumbed. Look at that. Past tense already. Maybe it's happening now. Wherever now is. So as I'm falling asleep... I wonder if I'll wake up, not in my childhood bedroom, but in my apartment in Gramercy. At 4am, with the turned out trouser pocket illuminated like a beacon. To fly across the Atlantic, to sit by my father's side, mostly in silence. Until just as I turn to leave, he says, Will I see you again tomorrow? And I scrunch up my face deep in thought, and I say, I think so, yeah. That was Groundhog Day. Thank you for listening. Two down, 50 to go. Remember, if I do complete this challenge to write, record and release a short story every single week for a year. And if I manage to gain 1,000 subscribers in the process, a group of friends will donate a combined £1,000 to Alzheimer's Research UK. They are, it must be said, very much expecting that this won't happen. And there is no better form of charitable donation than one which comes after losing a bet. So if you like what you've heard so far, or even if you don't, why don't you tell your friends? Then when you're done with that, move on to tell your enemies and i hope to see the whole lot of you here next week for the next one